0: The World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everybody, to the World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. And it is an absolute honor and privilege to have be been given the reins to the World Cup Gambling Podcast by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, I'm coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne up on the northeast coast of England. If you're familiar uh with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, you probably recognise me from the MLB Gambling Podcast. And I do the ponies as well uh for the show, for Sean and Ryan. Um if you're a new listener, welcome along. Um and Really looking forward to getting stuck into the World Cup. First point of order is to introduce uh, our co-host on the all-new World Cup gambling podcast. Um, originally out of Newcastle-upon-Tyne, but I believe from a place called Bingley that I've never heard of, which is near Nottingham, Uh, Mr Barry Penaluna. Barry, how are you doing? What are you shaking your head at already, Good bad? afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Malcolm.
1: Uh, it's good to uh, catch up with you, but not from Bingley. It's actually Bingham. In
0: not <laughs> uh, <yeah>. st- <laughs> first episode, first mistake. Do you well, know what? I, I know. considered checking that with you, but I thought it's definitely Bingley. Big, yeah, biggest Bingley's in Yorkshire, isn't it? Near Bradford, Something like that. Yeah, it's not it's where not is, is it? Armor. Bington, Bingham. Bing- Bingham, Bingham, Bingham. All <laughs> oh, right, sorry about that. <laughs> it's near Nottingham, anyway. That's an absolute fact. Um. Yeah, like I say, I've done loads of stuff for the for the network before. Uh, me and Barry are very old cronies, friends. We go back a long way. Worked in the casino industry together for a long time. Uh, lots of shenanigans back in the day. And we have uh, pretty much gambled together and taken part in DJing activities um, for a hell of a long time. We've often shared a gambling pot, Um we've actually, Baz, that, our NFL gambling pot ran out last Sunday eventually. That's been going a season and a half. All of last year had eight weeks, which is some sort of world record. But we yeah. went skint last week for the first time in the year and a half. So we'll have to address that later on uh, as we record this on a Sunday lunchtime. So um, a couple of points of order. We are both Newcastle fans, but we're not going to go on about it. Season ticket holders used to sit together. Um, but, Baz, re- with regard to the World Cup... It's a bit of a weird one, this, because I didn't really start thinking about it. Obviously, I've done some prep for the show, been looking at it. But in earnest, you normally get the whole build-up of, you get all the preview shows, you get the the reports of a bloke standing in a town square in a sunny place next to a fountain with all the fans singing. and da- There's been none of this so far because Premier's still going on. Now, it's Sunday afternoon. I've got Brighton v um, Aston Villa on the telly. And obviously, Newcastle already finished it up past seven last night. And all of a sudden, it was bang. World Cup, seven days away. So, I mean, I'm not excited, but, like, the anticipation's there and it's it's just sort of crept up on us. How do you feel about the whole thing? Like, are you feeling weird? Because it's not normal, is it? It,
1: It's not. uh, Exactly the same. I I mean, I talked about this with someone through the week. We're still, as you say, we're still bang in the middle of the domestic season. Um, and, and people are saying to me, oh, nobody's interested in this World Cup. Nobody's interested. Um, give it a couple of days. Premier League's finished the day, you know, the Italian leagues, France. Everything like that's done. Two days down the line, everyone will start getting into it. Everything we'll see on the news will be World Cup, World Cup, World Cup. It's strange. It's different. We all know we shouldn't be having a World Cup in the middle of the winter, in the middle of the seasons. We all know we shouldn't be having a World Cup in Qatar. But here we are. And by next week, we'll all be bang into it. I mean, three or four days of three get four four games of football every day. What's not to like? Come next yeah, Saturday, Monday, we'll, we'll all be loving it again. It, it, it'll be great. It's as you say, it's different. There's no build-up this time round, um, but I've no doubt everybody'll be just as up for it once it all kicks off next week.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. We're not going to dwell on any of that. Uh, the, the things you just mentioned. We know that these things shouldn't be happening, but that's not why we're here to talk about. It is happening. Uh, we're going to watch it and we're going to pick a few, uh, have a few bets, pick a few winners and losers along the way. Um, and like I said, I have a, love a World Cup. Everyone loves a World Cup, especially when you're young. You know, I mean, when do you ever get to see South Korea take on Cameroon or anything? Especially 20 years ago when everyone was a lot more exotic and the world was a bigger place than it is now When you see all these players in the Prem. Um, but yeah, once, uh, once we're in the middle of it, next Monday afternoon, when I'm in halfway through Game 3, uh, watching what Iran v Ecuador, or whoever the, whoever the hell it is. Um, yeah, dead excited. Aston Villa have just got 2-1 up, actually, um, away at Brighton in the Sunday afternoon kickoff. off um, So, if you are new here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, I'll point you to a couple of things. First thing to download the app, the SGPN app in the App Store has got everything you need to know. And I mean everything. For pretty much every sport under the sun, all the NFL stuff, which is how I started. Um the fantasy sports, the baseballs, obviously just finished the show I do. You've got the Golf Gambling Podcast. Uh, everything is on the SGP and app, so you can download all the stuff there. Um, SportsGamblingPodcast.com, the website, all your World Cup stuff is on there. The group previews, I think we're up to about Group E or F maybe, the Group F preview. Um, article will be going live today. Um, so like, rate and review on... Wherever you find your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, you name it, you'll find us. Um, the World Cup Gambling Podcast feed is up there. And then also, if you want to get involved with a little bit of chat with all your uh, all your fellow gamblers, you're looking at the, the Discord channel. It's a really good place to do all that as well. com slash Discord. All the sharps are in there and it's just a fun place to be. Just hanging out with all the guys, having a bit of banter. Everyone puts their picks in there, uh, which you can then tail or take the piss out of, whichever way you want. Um, what we're going to do this week, uh, our preview shows, episode one today, um, it's going to be a classic wall chart show. So um, what we've done is, myself um, and Baz have gone through the old wall chart. Um, a bit of a tradition, isn't it? Having your wall, World Cup wall chart, blue tacked on the wall. Um gone through all the groups, who's going to finish first and second in what order, and then through the whole bracket. So it's a bit of a bracket thing, um, if you're our um, American listeners from the um, SGP and Heartland. Um, It's going to be a bit of bracketology here. So we'll do that. Through doing that, we thought that would give us a a little understanding of which teams that we're really high on, which teams I think are going to go deep in the tournaments, group winners and things like that. Then in a couple of days' time, episode two will be, um, we're going to do the million pound show. Uh, Something in Baz are going to take a million fantasy pounds each and spread it around any markets that we like in an attempt to make some some money. So that will take in things like group bets, player props, golden boot, uh, group forecasts, outrights, uh, Method of uh, qualification, things like that. So, any bet, if you say, so if you're a little pizza better, if you want to spend, if you want to spread £20 around a few punts, uh, we'll, we'll be picking some fancy prices. Or if you want to um get get involved in some outrights at shorter prices, we're going to pull that apart as well. Before episode three, we'll go into the match day. Match day one and two uh, games kick off exactly one week from today. This is Sunday afternoon as we record. Uh, so, we'll be previewing the first five games, match days one and two. For the Sunday and Monday so that the week's going to break down and then after that we'll be going every day uh, so the wall chart episode I've got a couple of questions here for you Baz uh, a point of order firstly uh, do you have an actual wall chart or have you just written it down on a bit of pen and paper because historically and I don't want to cast dispersions Baz you're quite a tight bloke I think so I think that you've <laughs> I, I think you've I think you've made your own wall chart I don't have an official wall chart. I, I don't have a. I knew it. I knew wall it.
1: Wall <laughs> but but it's not as uh, rustic as as pen and paper. I've got a proper spreadsheet here. This is this is fully Excel. Um, yeah, you see, you know, I think high
0: tech. You know me uh, well. High tech is not my thing. Again, if you listen to the MLB series, I'm a very. I've got a. Um, pen and paper Man, I've got a wall chart Baz. I know this is great audio but there it is what I am using is the um, sticker book the official sticker book wall chart um, the sticker book turned up in the house uh, my father gave it to the Burns however I've managed to avoid buying the stickers <laughs> in lieu of like buying a small family car or going on a luxury holiday uh, I've managed to talk the Burns out of wanting the stickers because um, it costs an absolute arm and a leg, it's preposterous. So I've used the sticker book wall chart, which is all beautifully coloured and everything. Uh, I so I'm officially
1: you'd have a proper wall chart, but I did expect you'd probably have it pinned on the wall. So there's a little well, bit of disappointment here. Yeah, but this is I more mobile. Know, I, I can carry this around to
0: your wall, but I can confirm Malcolm doesn't have his wall chart on the wall. Yeah, but equally bad. So I'm going to be looking at the wall chart if it's behind me. What good is that to anyone? Do you know what I mean? At least I've got a wall chart on the wall chart show. Um, so we start at the top. Group A is, uh, let's find the right page. We have got the hosts, Qatar, who will be in there with Netherlands, Senegal, and Ecuador. Um, in terms of winning the group, we've got the Netherlands trading at 1.44, round about 2-1 to one on. Uh, minus 200 or thereabouts. Uh, Senegal, 4-1. to one. Ecuador, 6-1. to one. And Qatar, are the rags out at 15 to one. Now there's a couple of different types of group here. Um, they kind of fall into two categories. You've got groups where you've got one standout team and then you've got teams kind of number two and three who are playing each other almost for, for that second, um, spot in the group, the second qualification group. You've also got groups where there's kind of two good teams and two bad teams. Um, so the, the group A yes, goes into one of the former categories, I think. What you're looking at, this thing is, there's always going to be one surprise and there's always going to be one meltdown as well. Uh, one of these big teams isn't coming out and one of these little teams is going through. So group A for me though, Baz, I, I mean, it wasn't chalky. I've got Netherlands going through pretty straightforward. I've I picked all the games. I've got Netherlands going through in nine points, winning three out of three. Um See a price around, around about minus 200, a little bit uh, shorter than that, actually. So uh, you're not going to get Rich back in the Netherlands to go through. The, the the key to this group is Ecuador and Senegal because I've put a line through Qatar. Um, i be honest, don't really know what to expect from them. And what I mean by that is in terms of what the game's going to look like because is it going to be fevered support? You know, is it going to be really rowdy? Is it going to be welcome to hell style? I don't think it is. You know, I think it's gonna be oh, quite I see that. Yeah. it's gonna be quite sterile and benign. So even like the nearest thing we had here in terms of a comparison is South Africa. But they were like wild, you know, uh, wide eyed and, and wild and and really getting in with, and giving the South Africans a bit of a boost. I can't really have it with Qatar, so I've put a line through Qatar. I do actually have them getting a point off Senegal So I've got Ecuador going through in second place here. Um I'm a bit higher on Ecuador than I am on Senegal. And that's the big game, um, the, the Senegal-Ecuador game. I've got that as a draw, but I couldn't, I couldn't see. I've got Senegal drawing with Qatar, which puts Ecuador through on four points. So my uh, group is um, Ecuador to go through in second place with four points. Now, that was a price of um, plus 110, round about 11 to 10. I've actually seen some line movement on that in the last couple of days, which I think can only be coming from the Sadio Mane injury because that's flip-flopped um, Senegal with slight favourites in front of Ecuador uh, to qualify. But with the rumours of Mane not being fit, I think he's going to be all right. I think he'll go. They'll, they'll uh, move heaven and earth to get Mane on the pitch. They absolutely need him. He's, he's their talisman. So Ecuador have just moved a little bit odds on, sort of minus 120 um, Round about four to five to qualify, but I'm okay with that. So yeah, I've got Netherlands on nine points, Ecuador four, Senegal two, and Qatar one. The straight forecast there, Netherlands over Ecuador is at a price of three to one. So um, I imagine, Baz, you've got Netherlands at the top. Um, well, did you? Who did you have following them up? I think we're off to
1: quite a consistent start here. So th- the thing is very, very similar. Uh, I've got Netherlands on nine points. Uh, I just can't see anybody in this in this group troubling them. I mean, let's remember Qatar are there for one reason only—they're the hosts, They're the yeah. seed one. So you know, if you're in a drawn in a group with Qatar as your as your number one seed, um, you're off to a good start. And, and Netherlands have, have sort of landed on their feet there. Uh, it, it, same as you, I, I put a line through Qatar. I mean, the I believe they played qualifying fixtures as friendlies. They did, yes. They didn't have a particularly good good record throughout. Um, and as I say, I, I just don't see them having that massive home support that's going to carry them anywhere. So although you've got um, got them down for a point, uh, I've got them on nothing. Um, but same as you, can't, can barely split Senegal and Ecuador. I've also got them two down for a draw. And I've got them both finishing on four points with Senegal just pipping it on, on goal difference. But as I say, there's nothing between them at all. And, and, and as you say, if Mania doesn't make it, it he's, he, he might tip the balance a bit in Ecuador's favour. Same as you, I think they'll get him through. He might miss that first game against Netherlands. It might be that they just write that one off from his point of view. Um, but I've got Netherlands on nine. Senegal and Ecuador fighting it out for second, four points apiece. Um, and my pick for this, this group, uh, I've got Qatar getting zero points at four to one. Four to one. Um, you, you've got them. You've got them out there at, at picking up a point. Um, I mean, feel free to double check that price, but that's what I'd seen around this afternoon, and that seemed a bit high. Um, just, I just can't see where they're, they're getting anything from. Whether they're being pushed up a little bit based on the, you know, the home. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've got Qatar. The pick is Qatar for for zero points for for me on this one. I think Netherlands were a bit short to be doing anything with them really. Um, See, so picking between who finishes second is probably the other way to go. But. Uh... Well, we've gone opposite directions there, haven't we?
0: Well, yeah, not really. But like I say, you uh, you couldn't put a cigarette paper between Ecuador and Senegal. Ecuador came out of that qualifying group in fourth place, which is a tricky group because you've got Colombia down in um, sixth, Chile finished seventh. Uh, Ecuador have done well to get out of that. Senegal had a really easy group, but then did beat Egypt in the playoffs um, on penalties. I just, like, I found myself really low on all the African teams. I was trying to find one that were going to come up and do something. And I can't pass. As we go through, you'll see I'm quite low on all the African teams. But I watched the African Cup of Nations and it just didn't really blow me scared up like so. Um, Say so they did okay touching off Africa, but I just think they're going to struggle to score goals. Um, they've got some good players. May I Saw is a good player. Um, but yeah, I had to go one of those. So Ecuador for me. But uh, maybe we'll uh, look in elsewhere uh, for some fancy prices because that one's pretty chalky. Uh, next up. Group B brings in uh, England. Uh, England in a group with Iran, USA, and Wales. England round about minus uh, 3,000 favourites to win the group, uh, 1.33. And USA are next in, plus 550, 11 to 2. Wales at 6 to 1, and Iran at 16 to 1. Um, You can lead us off with Group B, Baz. it should be England. And uh, obviously, we're both English. It, the f- Following England doesn't really do much for you. I'm not a fervent England supporter. I don't want them to get beat or anything. But when they do get knocked out within an hour or so, I'm pretty much back to normal. Like it never really, it never ruins my week or out. So that's where I stand uh, with my England fandom. But um, how do you feel about England going into this?
1: Yeah, um, same as you. I'm not hugely excited. I, I think they're a short price to to win the tournament outright. Uh, I, I just see us struggling when we come up against someone decent. We've got what I think is a is a good group for us. Did you know statistically it's the hardest group in the knockouts in the what, in terms of like FIFA rankings or something? FIFA rankings. All okay. four teams in the top twenty of the FIFA rankings. Rankings. Can you really? believe that? No, absolutely. I can't. Yeah, well, we're there you go. Shy. So it's the only group that has four top 20 teams. Um, I was surprised to hear that any of those were in the top 20 other than England, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Good uh, knowledge. Just statistically, they say it's, it's a tough group, but I look at it and just think England should have very little problems getting out of this. I think they'll beat Iran comfortably in the first game. Harry Kane will get a load of goals because he always does against these lesser teams. Um, and then I've got us taking the other two in, in a, by the odd goal, so I, I think we'll 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 pit them both and 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 sneak past each of them. And I, it's very similar to the, the Group A in that uh, I don't see Iran threatening at all. Um, so to them, where do you go? Wales or USA? Um, I'm leaning towards Wales. I've got Wales going through. I've got them beating USA by the odd goal uh, and being enough. Uh, so at the moment I've got England on nine, uh, Wales on six, USA three, and Iran zero. Um, I, I mean, again, I, I found it hard to split the USA and the Welsh. Another way, USA have got a very young team, haven't they? I think they're one of the youngest teams in the tournament. Um, I just a few good players in there, haven't they? Aronson, Pulisic, but they just don't really seem to have a target, man, do they? They're, Who's who's going to go out there and get them all the goals they need to to get out of this group? I I, I feel like Wales could grind it out against them and and get a get a good result in that fixture and, and be enough to take Wales through. So my uh my, my pick for this group would be um, forecast of uh, England and Wales to qualify first and second at nine to four. OK,
0: oh, that's a bit boring, Baz. Um, you say England are better than this. A couple of things I'd, I'd pull you up on there. I, I don't think England are going to have it comfortable winning that first game at all because they never come out of that first game winning. They always scrape, if they get a result, they always scrape a horrible 1-0 or something. And we've historically done that uh, for a long time. You can't see England not getting out of the group. Um, however, the other three teams, um, I mean, all of these games, Baz, it could finish in Lille. If they were in the back garden, you'd shut the curtains. Like, they could all finish now each. I don't think there's anything between Iran, the USA and Wales. I watched the Welsh squad announcement the other day and you're just shrugging your shoulders. Like, sorry, who? Um, again, USA, again, there's more name recognition. You know Christian Pulisic, uh, Gio Reyna. I watched for Dortmund on Friday night. They got humped off Munch and Gladbach. And if you were more familiar with the Iranian players, you'd probably be thinking the same. So I just think there's absolutely nothing between them. So at the prices? Iran are a much bigger price than the other two sides to go through. So I've got England going to on seven points um, with Iran on four, the USA three and the Welsh one. Um, I got Iran picking up a win against uh, Wales, which is what's going to take them through. So, USA and Wales negate each other. England seven, Iran go through second place and four. So that's a, um, a couple of bets there. Is it Iran are at seven to two uh, plus three fifty uh, to go through? And the forecast there is at eight to one. I just think, like I say, that that plus four, they should all be the same price. Iran, USA, and Wales should all be the same price, uh, and they're just not. So at that point, you've got to take the value. Like, um, so give me. Uh, Iran at plus 450 um, the lines that were
1: what did you say the forecast was with England top Iran second? England England to beat Iran 8-1 to would you not rather have that than backing Iran at 72 well, why can't we take them both just saying Iran to... if you think are going to win the group without any problem yeah. I'll, take, I'll take double the odds
0: for Iran to finish second behind England yeah, 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 no, you're absolutely right. Like I say, it's just a, a different way of skinning. Cats, Baz, just giving the people the options, um, the options which you will all find on uh, our headline sponsor here on the World Cup Gambling Podcast, which is the Win Bet if you are ready to win money and boost your odds. Win Bet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia, bringing the excitement to win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Um Winbet happy hour every Thursday. Loads of fun. 5 till 6pm Eastern time uh, during Winbet win hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on Winbet, giving you a bigger payout opportunity. There's loads of promos, odds and payouts happening right now at Winbet. If you sign up today, you receive a special offer. Bet 100 to win 100. Uh, Load to choose from. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. sees at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where pay-through winbet is available. If you are someone who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next up, we will head to... Group C is Argentina, Mexico, Poland, Saudi Arabia. Uh the Argentinians one point four again, slightly over two to one. Chalky. Poland are nine to two. Uh plus five, plus four fifty. Mexico five to one. And the Saudis are out at twenty to one. This is your classic example of Argentina go through fairly bloodlessly. They've been in excellent form. Um Qualified in second place behind um, an outstanding Brazil side. But they finished really strongly Argentina. Um, and they they look in good form going into this. I mean, you kind of always can say that with Argentina. And they often flatter to deceive. Um, but they're looking great form. There's no reason not to take them in. And I've got to... This, so like I say, this is the classic one where... If you want to put a line through Saudi Arabia, which I don't necessarily do, it leaves you Poland and Mexico. Now, I am absolutely out on Mexico. uh, For a couple of reasons, they're they're old, they're not in good form at all. They struggle to qualify. Um, They Well, they they, follow home Canada in qualification, but... Um, Yeah, they're just aging. There's a a Mexican lad who plays on our baseball team, Joxan Martinez, and he was giving me the lowdown over a couple of beers uh, at our presentation due a couple of weeks ago. And he's not really into Mexico at all. So I put a line through Mexico, which paves the way for Poland um, to qualify in second place. So I've got Argentina going through here with nine points. Poland um, in second with six. They're a nice price to finish second. Really, if you think Poland could beat Mexico... Um, and I think I do. I think that's a that's an excellent But Mexico just like I said, they're just off it. Poland followed England home in their uh, qualification group before, to, uh, knocking Sweden out in the playoffs. Um, and then I've got the Saudis on three, and Mexico on none. I actually got Saudi beating Mexico in the last group game. I think by the time Mexico have lost the first two games, um, that they could just down tools, and Saudi could get a, a surprise win in that third game. So I've got some. Uh, the bets here are I'm um, Poland to qualify at minus one ten, um, sort of uh, one point nine. I've got Mexico uh, to not qualify at a price of four to five, minus one eighty. And then I have got the forecast of Argentina Poland um, seven to four again, not a not a fancy price, but plus one seventy five. Um, that's pretty much based on my entire handicap is is not having Mexico bad. So what have you got? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like most
1: of what you've got there. Um, I mean, I like your theory of Saudi possibly picking up that last game if, if Mexico are down tools. I, I've took Mexico to win that last game one nil, um, and and sort of basically got used the other way the, the other way around. Mexico on three and Saudi on nothing at the bottom of that. I just think both Mexico and Saudi both struggle to score goals. Um, and i think they'll they'll find it really difficult in this group um so I've similarly got Argentina and poland going through comfortably um the, uh, and the bet for me was argentina to to not drop a point uh two to one um for nice. argentina to get nine points out of the group um as i say, I certainly can't see Saudi and mexico troubling them um and poland i've got i've got the Argent, Argentina just uh just taken them i'm just yeah, I've got Argentina winning, winning that last last game to take the, the nine points here
0: yeah. yeah I think they're on, running they're, on they're after a record actually with um unbeaten games Argentina. I think they need two more to overall uh, Italy's uh, world record of oh, I should have, 35, 37 something like that um unbeaten qualification um in the the 70 games one eleven drawn six. Um, so they've, they've, got a, they've got a huge, long, unbeaten record. Actually started winning trophies as well. First Copa America in forever. So, yeah, Argentina, have just they've proved they can do it this time. Um, it's going to be Messi's uh, last hurrah. So, yeah, strong feelings for Argentina. But, yeah, uh, it's yeah. Mexico, the, the one we want, we want to fade here. Obviously, I went with nine points. And I, I think,
1: um, you know, you're always a bit dodgy about what, what will they do in the last game if they qualify. Yeah. But I think the last game being Poland, there's a good chance... They could both be going into that on six points, and and that game could still have it all riding on, on uh, who who wins that group. Um, so that that's what swayed it a little bit um, in thinking. You know, should be all out in that last game, try and win the group, and avoid a, a tough game in the next round.
0: Yeah, absolutely right, Baz. So it's a, it's a it's a team ride there on Argentina to take down Poland with a with a mega fade of Mexico in there. Um, okay, Group D is um, France, Denmark. Australia and Tunisia. Uh, France 1.4. Uh, Chalky favourites. Denmark are 11 to 4 plus uh, 275. Australia 14 to 1. And Tunisia are out there at 16 to 1. So this is one of those groups, Bars, where you've got two good teams and two bad teams. Um, so take us to your handicap of group D, Barry. Uh, so I've
1: got. France top in the group but I've got them dropping points. Um I think I think Denmark can get something off off France in that game. Um similarly I can't see Australia doing much. Um it's pretty much a coin toss between the two of them as to as to who will finish bottom. Um I've got France on 7 points, uh Denmark on 5, and I've got Tunisia and Australia playing out a draw for a point each. Um my bet for this one was Australia to finish bottom of the group six to five.
0: Um I'll let you do the American odds on that. I can't think uh <laughs> um, plus one plus one eighteen or something. You think I should know this? I've been doing this for hundred and sixty two baseball games this season, but yeah.
1: You get the idea. Uh plus one yeah, fifteen. Not, there's nothing nothing I haven't wrote down too much about this group. I think France and Denmark will, will be fairly comfortable. I, I don't see um I mean, Australia struggled to qualify for this, didn't they? Um, yes, they did. Yeah, Australia and Tunisia. I just don't don't see them troubling France or Denmark. And I think Denmark can get something at France. Um, but the bet was Australia to finish bottom of the group. Coin toss between the two of them. And if you're getting plus money on on Australia, I'll take that.
0: Yeah. Well, this is really this really is a group, a group in two halves. You've got France, who are. Um, well thought of and one of the favourites but then Denmark Denmark are this I bet if you speak to people over the next week there's going to be loads of people the, the kind of the sexy dark horse pick um one of them I spoke to were people I spoke to Big Dom, you know, straight away at Denmark. Uh, and then a couple, of the, a couple of other lads I've kicked around and said, oh, Denmark, there's always one team who come in uh, as a bit of a dark horse. Because Denmark had turned over France twice in the Nations League quite recently. So they've got a lot of history, recent history between them, uh, these two teams. Um, I am way out on Tunisia and Australia. Tunisia are incredibly boring. Like the most boring team at this tournament. Australia, you get this perception of Australia, just I think from how they've played in the past. And they've always been quite good fun. They've gone out in mad circumstances. Tim Cahill scoring that Thunder Bastard against the Netherlands a few years ago. Um, but this Australian team, it's nothing like that. They're really quite a dour, dour outfit. Like you say, they, they qualified. They they finished behind Saudi Arabia and Japan. So they finished third in that qualification group. And that's a Saudi Arabia team that were just kind of fading when we previewed Group C. Um, and then they... they scrape past Peru on penalties in the intercontinental playoff and they just don't score any goals like so uh, grouping two here. I've got France and Denmark on seven points each France going through one goal difference just by winning one of the beating one of the bum teams by a couple more um, at the other end I've got Australia Tunisia um, with one point each um, by virtue of it, I think they're just going to draw nil-nil with each other because uh, it's a middle game as well, so there's kind of got things to play for. Um, so, yeah, not much to come out with this. The forecast, France-Denmark, is even money. Again, not going to make you rich. I've got a couple of picks for Australia uh, further on down the line, but we'll get into that when we get into the, uh, into the million pound show, which we're going to record in a couple of days and get into some different markets as well. But as far as group betting goes, France over Denmark, uh, even money. Uh, and just ignore the other two. Group E is um, similar to Group D, um, stars and scrubs again. You've got Germany and Spain uh, with Costa Rica and Japan thrown in. Spain are the favourites, uh, minus 117, uh, round about 4 to 5. Uh, Germany are plus 110, uh, 11 to 10. And then bigger prices Japan at 14 to 1, and Costa Rica at 50 to 1. So again, pick your poison: in Germany or Spain. I think Japan are a little bit unlucky here because um, Japan are going to be one of the more fun teams in this tournament. We've just talked about the, the, the difference between like the bad teams, Tunisia and Australia, who were just going to defend and going to be pretty dour. Japan are going to be the opposite. I think they're going to get beat, but they're going to have fun doing it. Um, So they've been a little bit unlucky to find themselves drawn with Germany and Spain. Because if they had one of these sort of middle-ranking teams, if they had a Poland or a Mexico or a USA or a Wales thrown in, then I think Japan would fancy their chances to get out. Um, I've got Germany winning the group uh, over Spain. Again, on goal difference, it's it's who's going to beat the... Beat the bad teams the most. I've got Germany giving Costa Rica a bit of a cuffing. So, Germany can win the group with seven points. Um, Spain go through in second on seven points. Uh, Japan finishing third. They get a win against Costa Rica. Costa Rica go out with no points. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Germany a second favorite. So, um, 11 to 10 is not a bad price for the Germans if you fancy them. The straight forecast there, Germany over Spain is six to four, Buzz, But, yeah, a t- tricky one to... Really, the two thing—the the only thing he had to decide was who was coming out on top between Germany and Spain. Yeah,
1: I, I went the same way as you, so I'm pretty much uh, identical with you here. I've got Germany, Spain on seven points, Japan on three, Costa Rica won't do nothing. Um, but I've gone for Germany, similar to you. Um, goal difference, putting them through at the top, and the pick was this forecast, straight forecast, Germany first, Spain second, six
0: to four. Okay, so another team ride in there. Um Similar group again here. Stars and scubs for group F is Belgium, Canada, Croatia, and Morocco. We have Belgium at roundabout minus 200. Um, two to one on um, favorites there. Belgium, Croatia coming second um, at five to two. It is then Morocco at 10 to one in Canada at 12 to one. Uh, Bas. Belgium, always well thought of. This golden generation seems to have been golden for quite a long time without doing much. Croatia beating finalists last time after knocking England out in the semis at your brother's wedding. Again, we watched that seems like about 25 years ago, even though it wasn't. Um, so, is it Croatia-Belgium 1-2 or can you can you make a case for Canada or Morocco? I can't make a case for either of them. Um.
1: So, I have got the... the... The, the Belgium's going through the Croatians. I don't think the Croatia sides anywhere near what they were. It's just an ageing side on. not they? they overachieved last time round. I, I don't see them going far into this, but I do think they'll get out of this group as runners up to Belgium. Um, and again, the forecasts away away for me were Belgium first, Croatia second. Again, at six to four.
0: Um, well, I went the other way around. I actually got Croatia uh, top in the group at a price of five to two over Belgium. It's another. 7-7-1-1 situation in terms of points. Um, I've got Croatia and Belgium playing out a draw in the, the played in the last group game, actually. So I think Croatia will be happy with a draw um, if, if on goal difference they can stay ahead. Canada, I think, should be okay. I've got quite a few goals in this group going in, actually. Like I say, there's quite a few teams. Group E, the one we've just touched on with Germany and Japan I think could be full of goals because Japan will score and concede and I've got a few goals going in in this group as well Um, like I said earlier on I was quite down on the African side so I've got Morocco can pick up a point but Morocco particularly aren't, aren't inspiring and I'm expecting Canada just to show a little bit I think they might have a little bit uh, of invention so I've got Croatia uh, going through top with Belgium in second Canada can take third place over Morocco on goal difference um, but that, that's a straight forecast price of 100 to 30 um, for uh, Croatia with 5 to 2 to uh, to touch off Belgium there so yeah again stars and scrubs um, not many shocks here Baz. we're going to um, move on to the the tournament favourites now in Group G are uh, Brazil uh, their section will include Serbia and Switzerland and Cameroon. Uh, Brazil are around about minus 3,000 to take this, uh, minus 300 even to take this group down 1.36. Uh, Switzerland are next in uh, at plus 450 92. Serbia at 6 to 1. Cameroon at 20 to 1. Um, Brazil. Whichever way you try and strip this down Brazil, it's really hard to make a case against them. Um, they came out of qualifying. They just absolutely breezed it. Um, 17 games, one fourteen, 14, drew three. That is not an easy section as well. Even... Um, for when you have to go to places like Bolivia and Venezuela, they're the kind of teams, kind of games, that there's a lot of banana skins in that section. Uh, Brazil didn't fall for any of that. Scored 40 goals and conceded five. In the warm-up games, they've taken on all comers and they just batter them. Uh, They're just scoring three, four and five goals for fun. And when you look at the squad list on paper, uh, it's absolutely petrifying, really. Um, Serbia and Switzerland, um, it's like watching... Crystal Palace v Burnley that one in it like you need which like that again who's gonna who's gonna come through in that game nothing much between them at all I've got a feeling for Serbia I've got Serbia beating Switzerland um, in that last group game and unfortunately um, for Cameroon I've got down on zero points here Uh, so I've got Brazil going three for three and taking all nine points. Serbia will finish second, having beaten Cameroon and Switzerland. Switzerland back in third on three. Cameroon, uh, bottom of the group on zero points, Baz. Forecast is two to one. Um, and Serbia to get out of the group is plus money, plus plus one ten. 11 to 10, Serbia. Basically, that's a match. It's Serbia and Switzerland. You, you pay your money and take your choice. Uh, so I've got Serbia there, uh, but if you fancy them, like you said earlier on about the forecast, I'd rather back them with two to one to follow Brazil home than eleven to ten just to qualify. Baz.
1: Yeah, so I've, I've got Brazil taking the group comfortably, and, and as you say, you can make a case either way. I think for Serbia and Switzerland, I've gone the opposite way. I have went with Switzerland. I think they can be very tough to beat at the back, and I think they're, they're improving offensively these days. Um, I've got the uh, Serbia-Swiss game down as a draw. Um, just having a look I've got Cameroon taking a point off Serbia which you don't like at all do you I know I sent you uh, a sneak preview of mine the other day and you didn't like me doing anything with Cameroon um, no I didn't get right so yeah I've got the, the forecast Brazil-Switzerland
0: 6-4 to 1-2 um, and two for them too going through again Cameroon was just coming out with that African Cup of Nations right? they were at home and they just didn't impress me at all like I know uh, Chubo Moting is playing really well for Bayern Munich I've been watching the Champions League the last few weeks Um, and he goes okay so he's kind of a fly in the ointment as well they have got some good players um, but I just think Serbian Switzerland are so they're not the sort of team Cameroon want really because they're going to be well organised really strong defensively Um, let's say Mitrovic is going to cause problems so yeah Cameroon I think again would do better in a better group if they were in uh, again, in instead of in England, for example, if you'd swap them out with any of the other three, Wales, USA, they'd fancy the chances to go through in second. Um, but yeah, in this, they've got two hard games there: Serbia and Switzerland. And like I say, Brazil are going to take on uh, all comers in that one. Right, moving on to Group H, and I do have a I've faded one of the favourites here. It'll be pleased to this isn't going too chalky, and um, because we've got a lot of favourites at the top of the groups here. Group H is uh, Portugal. In with Uruguay, South Korea, and Ghana. Portugal are one point six one, run about minus one forty, um, to take down this. Uruguay are in its second favourites at two to one. South Korea ten to one, and Ghana are the dogs at sixteens. Uh, Baz, is it Portugal for you, or did you get them beat?
1: Um, I've got Portugal, just pipping Uruguay to it. Um... I've got them losing, not uh, no, not losing the game, but dropping points to Ghana in the first game, getting off to a slow start. But then I've got Portugal to beat Uruguay uh, in that second game, um, with Uruguay picking up both of their others. The pick for me here was, I think, Ghana and South Korea are, or, you know, I'm assuming you've got one of them going through then, have you? One of who? So, Ghana or South Korea? I've got one of them going through, yes. Yeah, well, we're probably going to be on the opposite sides of the spectrum, yeah, because my pick here was South Korea to finish bottom at 5-4. to four. Are you going to tell me South Korea are going through? I'm going to tell you that
0: Uruguay and South Korea are going through, Baz. Portugal Sorry. are toast! Uh the mackerel-filled Mediterranean. Uh, but like I say, there's always one team that has a bit of a meltdown. Uh, Netherlands are often candidates. Uh, the French are often candidates for a meltdown. But I think it's Portugal. Now, there's a couple of reasons for this. They're not all particularly scientific. A major part of my handicap here is Bruno Fernandes' face. Now, that might not be the most scientific explanation, but he's... Possibly the most unpleasant footballer I can ever remember. Like, um, So you've got this dynamic of Cristiano Ronaldo, who is, uh, depending on which way you look at it, either carried Portugal for a generation or held them back. Like, Because they've got some good players, you know. Uh, obviously, apart from his face, Bruno Fernandes, aside from being the least likable man in sport, um, is a decent footballer. Uh, and... Bernardo Silva and Joe Felix and Liao and players like that. Uh, Joao Cancelo. they've got some good players. I think you've seen the problems Ronaldo's had at Manchester United and the problems that Ronaldo has caused Manchester United. And I just think if there's a team that are on the precipice of a catastrophe at this tournament, it's going to be Portugal. Um, I like like your thinking there, you're right. I mean, I looked through mine and
1: thought, I've got no big surprise in terms of big teams going out. And you're right. There's always going to be one, isn't there? It's finding finding which one of them does. But I can see exactly what you think. If, if 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 it's not going his way, Port, you know, Ronaldo could really. Uh,
0: and yeah, the beauty of, of this part is I got me. Portugal winning their first game against Ghana, one um, nil, and then they're going to lose to Uruguay. I'm, I wrote this group up. Um, for the affairsportsgamblingpodcast dot podcast.com uh, you'll be able to f- you'll find that article in the next day or two. And the more I wrote up and read up on Uruguay, they kind of, they're they're a bit like Denmark. They're the other team people are going to mention to you. People are going to mention Denmark. People are going to mention Uruguay. And I kind of got seduced a little bit by by what Uruguay have got to offer. Dar- Darwin Nunes bagged a couple for Liverpool yesterday afternoon. Um, he's actually ex- he looks a bit he's as mad as a bottle of chips. But um, if you get a a bit of momentum behind, he was going to take some stopping. Like, and you've still got swap and Cavani and um, Valverde playing for Real Madrid. Excellent player. Um, so if you, you can touch off Portugal, then they go to that last game against South Korea. Um, and after South Korea, a decent side, you know, Um, min Son is going to be fit. He had that sort of broken cheekbone, and a little scare going on. But I think Korea in that, because that's going to be a, a kind of a winner takes all game here. So, I've got Uruguay topping the group on seven points. Uh, South Korea beat Portugal on match day three, uh, six points. Portugal is stuck on three uh, and Ghana take one point. Uh, Ghana get a draw with Uruguay uh, in that last game. So Urugu- so there's a few bets here that, that stand out. Uh, Uruguay at two to one to win the group. Uh, South Korea at nine to four uh, plus 225 to get out of the group is a good price. Portugal to not qualify are 72 uh, plus 350. And then if you want a really fancy price, the forecast, Uruguay to beat South Korea, Baz, is a price of 16 to one. Uh, yeah. So put Portugal down for my big feed there.
1: You having nice. that? Uh, I mean, I'd be delighted if Portugal went out in the group stages. I've never, <laughs> they're a team I just can like, As you say, they've got some good players there. Um, and, but they're a team I can, I can just never get behind for some reason. Um, we all have them in, in domestic football and in international football. But I mean, I, I remember they won it, didn't they? Uh, no, they won the Euros, sorry. the won the Euros, 2016. yeah. 2016. And I remember just being against them all the way through, saying, they'll get knocked out, they'll get beat here, they'll get beat here. And they just yeah. kept winning. And I didn't enjoy it at all. It was one of the least <laughs> enjoyable uh, winners of a tournament. So, yeah, I'd be delighted to see Portugal go out. I haven't got that happening, but but I can see uh, your thinking behind it. and uh, yeah, I mean, They are a boring team, important. like because
0: for, for the players they've got, the manager is a really uh, defensive manager. And he's kind of gonna he's going to rub up those players the wrong way like um, so yeah I just uh, I had to say I wanted to get a fade and I didn't I didn't find a team to fade for the for the purposes of solely fading a good side Um, but yeah I just think I'm just not having them all and I think I like Uruguay and South Korea always incredibly competitive and do you know what the last three tournaments, Baz, the last three World Cups, the teams that knocked Portugal out were Uruguay, South Korea and Ghana. Uh, quite incredible, isn't it? What? is so, not it is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's good, isn't it? Don't
1: doubt that's, me, Baz. That, that's unbelievable.
0: I would urge everyone not to fa- fact check that because <laughs> <just>, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's true. The, what was, so that,
1: they're the last three teams to be, knock them out of a World Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the three teams are in a group with this time, <laughs> yeah. That's astonishing. I will fact check that. And if <laughs> true, <that's laughs> just true. if
0: that's it's true. false, don't say anything, just give don't us a thumbs down that. or something. Yeah, I'll read just... this out. I'm, I'll read this merch store out. You fact check that. Um, the SGP and merch store, um, is where you need to do all your holiday shopping, uh, get it done early. Um, All our SGP and gear. The perfect stocking stuffer for the degen in your life. Um, The Christmas jumpers are absolutely horrific, so get yourself a couple of them. Uh, From now until Thanksgiving, you'll get 10% off. If you use the promo code Dallas sucks, that's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code Dallas sucks, uh, and don't put an exclamation mark at the end of Dallas sucks, which a lot of people have been doing uh, and not getting their ten um, percent discount. That's a great promo code. Um, right, okay, Baz, we've been waffling on for ages here. Let's—we're going to whiz through this bracketology now, Baz. Um, give us, give me. You can lead off the first four. Give us your first four, Willis, from this round of sixty.
1: Uh, first of all, can I just say that that fact does look to be true, like? Uh, does it? I, th- I think you might be right. Eh? Did you doubt me, Buzz? Come on!
0: Absolutely I'm an absolute didn't. almanac. I mean,
1: Uruguay knocked them out in 2018. Ghana, yeah. 2014. No, nah, I don't think South Korea have knocked them out. I think you made that bit up.
0: They definitely did. I don't know if they definitely did I just said that. Some, yeah. sometimes right sometimes wrong always confident but that's my uh, anyway, mantra. Anyway, I'm too anyway, busy with you. What, what did you ask me for? I want the first four games for the last the round of 16.
1: First four games. I've got Netherlands v, v- Wales. Um, and I want your I want your winners as well. Oops. I've got Netherlands beating Wales, Argentina to beat Denmark, Germany to beat Croatia and Brazil to
0: beat Uruguay. Okay, so staying a bit choggy there. Um night so far I've got England to knock out Ecuador. Hold and, on, hold on, hold on.
1: No. What what? Sorry, I've took yeah. I've got Netherlands to beat Wales, Argentina to beat them. I've got Croatia to beat the Germans, actually. Um, OK. and then Brazil to beat
0: Uruguay. So you're not so clever with your spreadsheet now, or you I can read the straight off my wall chart. Yeah. Um Yeah, so England continue this sort of getting easy opposition uh, in tournament football. They're going to take down Ecuador. Uh, The Netherlands will put an end to Iran's fun little uh, frolics. France beat Poland and Argentina, see, off Denmark. And in the bottom half of the uh, draw, Baz?
1: See, we're looking at different games here, aren't we? I'm... uh... (laughs) Is this because you haven't got a wall chart? I haven't got a wall chart, so you didn't, you didn't give me the order of, of yours and now I've, I've gone totally off, having a. It's um, a good job you haven't had a month to prepare for this, Baz. I know. My bottom-up, I've got England to beat Senegal. <laughs> France to beat Poland. Belgium beating... <laughs> no, Spain beating Belgium. And uh, that'll be the big one in the second round, won't Belgium in the group. They're going to be up against Germany or Spain. I've got, I've got Spain going through... Um, and then Portugal, who, who you don't have in the second round, I've got going through in the... You've got that, the quarter, there
0: the Cameroon, yeah. They'll be long gone by then. So, the, yeah, regardless of the order, these are games that are going to take place. Uh, quarter-final time, uh, England gone, uh, knocked out by France uh, in quarter-final number one. Uh, yeah, the that, Spanish, Spanish Okay. That's, that's the, the same. I've the, got
1: England-France in the quarters and
0: England are toast. So Spain will see off Serbia um, in quarter final number two. Serbia have done all right there, you know. Um they've got through that group and they've seen off Uruguay. Uh, so quarter final exit for Serbia at the hands of Spain. Um big game is Netherlands versus Argentina. Uh that's enough for the Dutch. Argentina go through, and we have Germany v Brazil in quarter final for Brazil advancing to the semis. Uh Baz, what's your other three? I think we've got the same four semi-finalists there, haven't Have we? Have I've got
1: Argentina to beat Netherlands, same as you. Uh, yeah. England going out to France. I've got Spain beating Portugal. I know you haven't got Portugal there, but Spain going through. And Brazil to beat Croatia. So the semi-finals, Argentina v Brazil. France yep. against Spain.
0: So, but, and we didn't, we didn't uh, consult on this. Uh, so yeah, we have got, we've arrived at the same four semi-finalists. Now that is either a really good sign or an absolutely terrible sign, Baz. Uh, time will tell. So France against Spain, quarter final one. Um, yeah, I've got France going through. I think France are a team um, with a little bit of momentum. Uh, the the slightly less reliable team, Spain you kind of know what you're going to get they, they play the same way they're backwards and sideways with, and then we'll, we'll pick teams apart play a lot of possession um, France are a little bit more up and down but if they get some momentum behind them if someone like Kylian Mbappe can really start getting the bit between his teeth I know they're missing a couple they're going to miss Kante um, they're missing Pogba but I think that's a right result for them like absolute pain in the arse I blow. Um, so I think that's a positive I've got France taking down Spain here with a little bit of momentum. Argentina v. Brazil. Um, again, incredibly tight this one. But I've got Brazil advancing uh, to go to the final. So, um, Brazil and France to get out the semis. What are you laughing at? Well, I've just gone the exact opposite
1: way to you. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, in Argentina, that's all right. I'm happy Argentina with that. Semis, Argentina-Brazil semi-final would be a massive game, wouldn't it? I think we gonna yeah. look forward to watching that one. Um but yeah, I just I just had a slight favouritism for Argentina uh, in that one to go through to the final, and similarly, I've got a I've got a bit of a feeling for Spain. I think I think they'd be sort of you know not not hugely fancied against France if they got there in the semi-final, but I can see them getting past them, um, and I've got a, an Argentina-Spain final down.
0: Oh, that's all right. So we arrived at the same last four, and then uh, took different forks in the road, right? Um, how DGN are you, Barry? Did you handicap the third and fourth place game? No. Oh, you see? Absolute half a job. Nobody nobody even
1: remember. Is there even a third or fourth place game? Are we, is there always is. It's nobody on my wall chart. chart. Who, who won the last one?
0: Um, England got hammered off someone. Did they have any idea, Buzz, is the answer? I don't even know who we played. Was it? How <laughs> Frou- did it France Belgium: beat. I think it was
1: Belgium, was it? We got, did we not get humped off Belgium? I think possibly, but nobody remembers, did they? Third or fourth? No, we don't.
0: Nothing. Yeah, there. but someone will have had a bet on it and won
1: and I lost. Mean, we, know, we, know, we know the last one because we know England got to a semi final, so we know they had to be in it. Had it, had it yeah, there you go. England, you I'm sure they got like humped it, off. We probably think, still
0: hung over from your brother's wedding, I imagine. Yeah. So you know, I've got. I haven't, but you Barino haven't. We'll
1: beat the French in the third place. Let's just say that.
0: Okay. Uh, well, Argentina will beat Spain in the third place. And so your finalist, Baz. Argent Argentina versus Spain.
1: Yeah, I've gone. Okay. Who've you got? Argentina. Uh, so the champions of this year's World Cup, 2022,
0: Qatar, will be Argentina. At a price of 11 to 2 plus 550. Yeah. Uh, six point five decimal. Okay, uh, taking. I've gone. I'm chalky bars. It's Brazil. Honestly, you can't not pick them. Like, uh, look at the squad. Look at the results. Look at how they've performed. Everything about them. And and I know we talk about the samba soccer and all the players going forward. Like they conceded five goals in that qualification group. Seventeen games um, against teams like. Argentina Uruguay trips to Bolivia where everyone always gets humped. They conceded five goals. I can't get past them, and they're not a bad pricey. They're a four to one price, man. We'll be betting stuff today, whether it's the NFL tonight. Uh, we'll be happily taking stuff at minus one ten, and I don't even think we'll probably get to something that's four to one. So you, I'm. I know it's, it's tying your money up for for three and a half weeks to get a four-to-one winner. But yeah, I've got Brazil taking down France. Yeah, I've no problem um, with anyone
1: back in Brazil to, to win that. As I say, I had I had them in the semis against Argentina and went one way or the other. I just had a feeling for Argentina. Um, but I, I just, you know, I wouldn't talk anyone off back in Brazil to win this tournament. It's, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the stats are there. The squad's there. it, it It's there for them if they want it. But uh, yeah, Argentina for me. But I, I certainly wouldn't talk you out of your
0: picks. Yeah, so hopefully that's given you a bit of a just a kind of an, like a like a bit of a feel really for for the groups and who we expect to go well, who we don't expect to go so well. Um, we're going to record in a couple of days, and we're actually going to start making some picks uh, and getting some money down on. All of the markets, whether it's the group betting, whether it's outright, uh, whether it's the stage a team gets eliminated, uh, player props like golden ball, and I've got all all kinds of different things like that. So that should follow on nicely, really, uh, from us breaking down the, uh, the the groups and the bracket on our wall chart, or indeed on our spreadsheet. Um, Baz, you uh, did you settle into your role there? Okay, how do you feel? How do you feel yeah. your performance went? Uh, I'll
1: tell you at the end of this tournament when I look back at my watch <laughs> and see how accurate it was uh, but no it's been a pleasure joining um, I'm looking forward to getting stuck into it next one why is week. it
0: gone why is it suddenly gone pitch black where you are and I've noticed that what? it is really, really <laughs> dark isn't it is that nothing um, you've done
1: like, no I've what? done nothing at all it just gets dark earlier down south
0: Musket you know, gets dark earlier in Bingley Baz <laughs> been so. I'm
1: looking forward to the next one. Get get a few more fancy prices out there, and a, and a few more,
0: uh, you know, weird and wonderful picks out. Yeah, um, absolutely. As, as things that, get maybe, going, yeah. like, and especially, I, I know, I'm going to mention this at the top of the next show, but knowing what the tournament looks like in terms of how the heat's going to affect things, uh, what the crowd's going to be like, you're going to start seeing patterns. It's going to be red hot, and you're going to get a lot of under two and a halfs because it's going to be slow. Um, Cards, uh, obviously there's always a trend where the referees start clamping down on stuff and you could end up with it. Like last day, we were sort of pulling in the penalty area weren't it. Where like Panama, we're giving away a penalty every seven minutes. Um, so things like that that we can start looking at and analysing and jumping on once we see these trends. So uh, loads Definitely, of stuff to yeah. look forward to yeah i mean
1: it's it's definitely a different one isn't it there's a lot of uncertainty as to to how this'll work with it, with it being in the middle of a season um you know you could have players who are absolutely firing on all cylinders where they wouldn't ordinarily be at the end of a season when they're, they're a bit burned out so it will be interesting and, and as you say, as we start to get into games we'll get a bit of a bit more of a feel for it it's gonna be uh it's gonna be
0: good yeah. So we're looking forward to getting involved. We're going to start live streaming these. Like I say, if you're familiar with sports gambling podcast, uh, network, a lot of the shows are live streamed on Twitter and, uh, YouTube. So we're going to start live streaming stuff. Uh, so set your alerts and you'll be able to get in the chat. Uh, we have a little bit of live chat crack all the time. Um, download the app, uh, the, in the, in the app store, the SGP and app sports gambling podcast.com. And like I say, don't forget the discord channel, the, uh, the soccer discord channel, um, com slash discord it's a really fun place uh, me and Baz and everybody else all, all the people that you know uh, and all the people that you haven't met yet um, are in there lots of uh, lots of good football chat as well so looking forward to tackling the tournament looking forward to getting involved with all the listeners over the next month and hopefully uh, we'll pick some winners along the way thank you very much Baz I would speak to you in a day or two Um, thanks everyone for listening uh, until then we'll see you down the road cheers cheers thank you Thank you.